What is up, everybody? Welcome back to your boys and get low. I'm Joe. I'm Aaron. Sir, we got a lot to talk about. Bro, can we just we should just do one episode a day this coming week because I, that's how much content we have. Honestly, I feel like okay, so listeners, usually at this point, you know, you hear us to do like what's up, man? How you feeling? <laughs> nah, that like what happened? If, if you saw the title, you already know you're in for a treat. But what happened? We're gonna try and compile all into this. We've got some guests with us. And and honestly, Aaron, how if you could give it five words just to start the conversation, five words, how would you describe this past weekend? Can I use four? Go ahead. Blue Ridge Fuck Fest. 2021. <laughs> yeah, 20, there it goes. <laughs> no, I, I, I literally couldn't agree more. There was literally a fuck fest and a literal fuck fest. Um and exactly it works perfectly it works perfectly uh but we're gonna jump on in uh we do have three guests with us uh three being uh people who are good friends of ours and also attended the festival who got first-hand accounts of what took place uh that of course we are talking about blue ridge rock fest for those of you who didn't pick up on the social cues and for uh, everyone who's listening, we this will probably be a topic that comes up multiple times over the course of the next year with bands that we interview. But we felt it was important to actually get some, you know, boots on the ground information from the people that actually attended the festival with us. So that's why we're having friends on instead of band members. Don't worry. We haven't given up on the bands and the interviews. This is just a special case. And this is also something as well. Uh, we have no official ties to Blue Ridge Rock Festival. None this is whatsoever. This is going to be a raw account. Like <clears throat> for those of you who, who have listened to the show before, uh, you know that uh, Get Low uh, in 2019 was the official podcast of Blue Ridge Rock Festival. I'm going to go ahead and make this statement now. We have no official legal ties whatsoever to Blue Ridge Rock Fest. So this is going to be raw, unfiltered, just true discussion about what took place from firsthand accounts. We might get sued for slander. And if we do, bring it. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got evidence, but we're probably going to have other people commenting on this as well. So if you're hearing this, if a friend has shared this to you because you attended and you'd like to hear some firsthand accounts, or if you have some as well that you'd like to pinpoint to us and let us talk about on the show, send them to us. You can send them where on Twitter, Aaron at get underscore low underscore pod. That's right. You can also send them via voice message or text message to anchor.fm forward slash get low podcast. But we're going to jump in. We're going to jump in right now. Aaron, go ahead and introduce the first guest. Our first guest today is none other than my lovely girlfriend, Virginia. Hey, now of all the introductions I've ever done with gusto, with gumption, with with just <clears throat> girth behind it, you, you got to give it some more than that. Yeah, this this is your lady love. I'll, right, I'll, I'll right. let you redo it. I'll let you redo it. All right. <clears throat> Introducing the blonde, the curvy, the best, Virginia. <laughs> is it better? All right. Oh, well, hey, I'll take it. All right. We do have two other guests. First up, he is known as the chocolate father, the cocoa poppy, if you will. He is one third 
of the gaming bunch, a, a partner in crime of mine on a separate podcast that I am a part of a fun little ditty of a show. We'll let him plug his channel later on. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the bold, the handsome, the probably going to have some shitter comments to say, and we're going to love it. Anderson, welcome to the show. So fuckers. There it is. <laughs> now, the third guest that we have is is actually this this episode's gonna be special to my heart for a couple reasons. Number one, uh, and most importantly, it's because the gentleman who's about to be the guest on our show, uh you if you've been listening to this show since 2019 and you know you know, you, you know, the names, you, you, you remember the voices, you remember all the fun discussion of, of craft beer and, and music and random topics. You will remember this gentleman. And the re, and part two of this is it's so special because I feel like I'm, I'm getting a chance to just embrace, get low with the old and with the new. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you old head listeners and all of you new listeners out there who have no earthly idea what I'm talking about, give it up for the one, the only, Pap. Welcome back, sir. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good to Man, be back. I, I, I tell you, it's been a long time. <laughs> it has been too long, my friend. Well, we are going to jump in. We are going to have some fun. I hope you brought your notes. I hope you brought your pictures of titties and, and female water. Um, we're going to dive in from day one of the festival. Uh, and we are going to escalate our way through to the end of the festival. Sounds good to me. Now, Aaron. Yes, sir. Uh, as you and I uh went on day one uh mm -hmm. i know anderson and virginia also got to attend day one as well i know this because we all hiked back in the middle of the night back to our vehicles uh together in a group that is um now my question to you aaron first is how long did you wait in your vehicle <laughs> to get into Blue Ridge Rock Fest. Oh my, you're starting off with you're gonna get me pissed off from the jump. I see how it is. Okay. So for all the listeners that have heard me talk about concert experiences, y'all know I don't fuck around. All right. I get there early. I don't miss opening bands. I don't care how unknown or shitty they are. I always get to see the opening acts. Okay. I got there at 10 a.m. expecting to watch slaves go on stage at 1:30. And instead, I sat in my vehicle or outside in line from then until 6 p.m. I missed 90% of the bands I wanted to see, including Spirit Box, including all like every band there that I wanted to see. I don't even fucking remember the lineup anymore because I deleted it from my memory. Um, but it was a clusterfuck. Like spirit box was the band i was most excited to see that day and they didn't play until 240 and i didn't get until six now virginia what time yes. did you show up 
Um, I parked around 3.30. How long were you waiting in traffic before you parked? Probably like an hour and a half to two hours. Okay. Now, uh, Anderson, how long did you have to wait? Uh-oh. Anderson is muted. Anderson has disappeared, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> <clears throat> We will, we will bring him back in a moment. Uh, so I'll go on and give my uh, account as well. I waited in traffic for a solid, uh, I would say, hour and a half. Uh, now, this is going to be the fun fun part following up to that. Um, Aaron, when you parked, <laughs> did you hike or did you get a shuttle? And why? Oh, I What shuttle? Shuttles? There were shuttles? I'm sorry. I just <clears> missed that. Because I walked four goddamn miles across 29 and on another road after that. And mind you, listeners, 29 is a major highway that goes from Virginia to North Carolina and so on. It is not a road you fuck around on. And we'll get to why, because apparently there was an incident. Virginia, what about you? Um, I also walked. Um, I think the biggest issue was that the buses were just getting caught in the same car traffic as we were getting caught in um so i mean you might see like one shuttle in an hour span of time um but i just walked because it was going to be so much so much quicker than waiting in line and getting in the shuttle i i, I can agree i can agree to that i uh, i mapped it out <clears throat> from where my truck was parked to the entrance of the festival uh i hiked four miles because it was a mile from where my truck was parked to the road and from the road up to the entrance of the festival was four miles total. Um, and of course, then, you know, the four mile hike back that night because none of the shuttles wanted to uh, go uh, any earlier when there was a line that was a quarter mile deep of people waiting to get on these shuttles. But <clears throat> I mean, let's gonna, talk about that, too, because that's important. I mean, and well, for the listeners that don't know. The, I only, me and Virginia only went day one. I don't know if Anderson only went to day one or not, but um, we were staying pretty close into the action because there, and we'll get to this too, but there's a Facebook group that developed out of all this. <laughs> that's fucking yep. fantastic. Um, and uh, so we were keeping track of the whole thing, but apparently on the first day there was, what was it, Virginia? Like half or 75% of the shuttle drivers just like fucking quit in the middle of the fucking day. Yeah, I heard something like that. I mean, no wonder. I mean, first of all, like Virginia said, the buses were getting trapped in the same traffic the cars were. And on top of that, we were losing fucking drivers. And on top of that, from friends that did ride on shuttles, apparently it was like fucking 100 degrees in those motherfuckers. Yeah. So I will I will admit this. Um, so Pap and I did get very lucky. <clears throat> uh when we this rode in like sunday the, this sunday morning like fourth day yeah this was sunday morning yeah so on the last day of the festival uh i was <clears throat> excuse me uh i was going back to help uh the band two sides of me with their merch uh pap rode in with me uh because he was attending the festival and inadvertently still helped us out with selling merch which was really cool um that was fun i'd do that again it was a blast yeah. uh but when we parked we got hella lucky because one bus was running 
and we caught it as it was passing us. Like the bus just saw people walk on the side of the road. It was like, y'all going to the festival? Everyone's like, yeah, I see, I see Pat take off running. I'm like, I'm not ready for this, but okay. And we just took off yes, running and caught the bus. And uh, we, we got lucky. We got very lucky. Uh, but let's not get ahead of ourselves on that. So I was going to say, wait, 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 wait. You want to tell them what happened and why we had to go back to your truck? Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, so on Thursday, you know, the parking situation, we all know, was an absolute disaster. Um, there were there were talks of people. And I mean, I'm looking at the page now. Uh, it's it's called Screwed by Blue Ridge Rock Festival for those of you out there who want to join in and talk about your. And there were like a thousand time. members in the group by the end of the first night. Yeah. When I left the parking lot, there were over a thousand members in that group already. <laughs> yep. Um, and, uh, I mean, so the, <laughs> I remember when I was coming down, uh, I, I'd called you Aaron cause, uh, Anderson and I were riding, uh, separately, but he was about 20 minutes behind me. Like I called him and, uh, I called him shortly after I talked to you and you said you had been waiting for a few hours in your go- in your car. And I told him, I was like, Hey, you need to get in your truck and start heading that way. Apparently it's packed. So he's about 20 minutes behind me. We're heading down the road. And I remember there was one very important thing you said to me. I was about, <laughs> 30 minutes away and the exact words you said to me you called me i answered the phone i said hey what's up and you said turn around and go home <laughs> bro honestly our phone calls when i was stuck in traffic when you were about to leave and on your way there were gold because every time i tell you something you would just burst out in laughter but it was like a depressed laughter or like i don't even know how to explain it it was just like joe don't come <laughs> yeah. what yeah dude i was because i'd been looking forward to this like it since i had finally gotten a chance to you know uh let me say this and i'm gonna keep it as as kind as i possibly can i have my personal opinions about certain individuals who operate the festival i will keep those opinions to myself for many reasons i had not planned on attending this but when two sides of me reached out to me to help them, I was like, you know what? I'm excited to go help my boys. I'm going to hang out with some friends, have a good time. So as I'm on my way down, I'm excited. I've got my festival outfit on. Like I haven't worn this in years. And I'm just like, I am pumped. And the, I think you're exactly right. It was depressive laughter as I'm yep. hearing this of like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, no, inside, I, was I'm like, I wasn't even fucking with I was not joking with you. I was literally like turn around and I fucking meant it. I was like, let's try this shit again tomorrow because fuck this shit. Yep. I meant every word. Yep. Um, so okay, so we got through the traffic incident. You know, we all know about what happened with the traffic stuff. Um, <clears throat> and if you're one of those out there who had to wait for hours and hours and hours in your vehicle or who had to hike miles upon miles just to get into the festival. I mean, there, there were horror stories of people having to park down, literally down 29 mm-hmm. uh, on the side of the highway and hike up. There was a lady who was pregnant who hiked like five miles just to get in. Like, is that it, the, wait, wait, is that the same one that actually gave birth in line? I think so. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, I, th- I think 100% that was her. Um, and so I, I don't know much detail about that, but yes, a woman literally gave birth to a child in line like you know i mean that could be bullshit but honestly with all the shit that happened i wouldn't be surprised i mean i heard it from multiple different people 
Uh, no, I, I've heard it from a, a few different people for sure. I, I know it was confirmed by multiple people at least. So, okay, you know, there, there is that. Um, but what, you know, when we finally got into the festival, this is where the shit show continued because when I was parking, I passed you and the guys, when I got in, uh, you and Virginia were already there. Um, Anderson was hightailing it behind me because I actually passed his truck as I was walking in. Um, but I see Anderson's back Anderson real quick to catch you up to speed. How long did you have to wait in traffic just to get into the festival? <laughs> well, I saw he was back. Yeah, I did too. Sorry, it was mute on the um on my own end. But uh, I, as I was saying, uh, it'd probably be about the same amount of time you were in there because uh, I was only about like ten minutes behind you. Okay, okay, fair enough. Because we were kind of racing down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After and you got the phone call for me, you were instead of going home like I recommended, you're like, oh, I got to get there faster. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the funny thing too, I, I did forget to say this. The funny thing too was, uh, as Anderson and I were on the phone, we both had Google maps running and we both could see that the estimated time of arrival, we were speeding, mind you, we were going over the speed limit and the time of arrival was steadily going up in yep. large increments. And we're like, Oh shit. <laughs> like it was not good. <laughs> No, see, you actually got into the festival before me because we waited back for you. We we're going to walk with you, but you just kind of poofed. So I walked into the festival, found Virginia, and then Virginia goes, oh, yeah, Joe's in line. He's getting water. I'm like, how the fuck did this motherfucker beat me? So wait, you were in line waiting for me? Yeah, well, no, we were back at 29 waiting to cross 29 waiting for you because we figured you were going to come the same way we did. But somehow we ended up missing you. I don't know how. I have no idea because all I know is when I got to the stone path, I passed Anderson's truck. I worked my way up to the stone path, hit the highway, and I, d I didn't stop walking. I literally, my legs were just like, dog, you, you, I hope you realize how fast you move it. And I'm like, I don't care. Keep, keep yeah, going. We, keep were, going. we were sitting in the line for the shuttle waiting for you because we had already decided that fuck that shit. We were going to walk, but we were going to wait for you. And I guess you just ran really fast and we just missed you. I guess so. I, I, I guess so <clears throat> anyway but to continue. So we all make it into the festival. Finally. Um, I remember when we got in, uh, we got in with about 30 minutes to spare before the ghost inside went on, which was a win, which absolute win. But Anderson, I'm going to turn this over to you. Um, now this is in no way incriminating. But more so, <laughs> but, but more, so more, more so to reflect on how immaculately tight the security was at this festival. Can you please explain to the listeners, one, what you told the security guards you had on you, and two, what you actually had on you? Oh, yeah, sure. So uh, there I was walking up after when, uh, I was on my own. So I was chatting with some other people and I walked up and they were waving people through. There was metal detectors everywhere and all the good fun stuff. So I walked through. I, of course, have on me my pocket knife and my phone, my wallet, my keys and my vape. Walked through. The lady stops me. She questioned me. Do you have anything on you? I was like, oh, yeah, just my keys, my phone, my knife, my gun. She was like, all right, go on in. 
Not to, not to <laughs> but, mention, I just walked into the festival with like a fucking third of Wild Turkey 101 just hidden in my backpack. Let not that even simmer. trying to pretend. Just let that simmer for a second. For a second. <laughs> yeah, let that simmer for a second. You told the security guards you had a pocket knife. Yep. And a gun. Two, yep. two important things there. And they told you to go on in. Ironically yep. enough, I'm staring at a picture right now on the page, or a video rather, on the page of Screwed by Blue Ridge Rock Festival. Right in front of the Staylit stage, this person took a video of a guy standing right in front of them with a pocket knife in his pocket, literally clipped to his pocket. I Jesus fucking Christ. I didn't know you told him you had a gun to knife. I thought you just snuck the bottle of liquor in. Oh, no, I straight up. I was not hiding anything at all. I was even fucking with him. I was just like, yeah, no, you got a gun. Because you didn't have a gun on you. You just told him as like a joke, right? Oh, yeah. I didn't have a gun on me. No, he did not have his gun on him at all. I, I know this because he gave me his bag at one point to, to put my stuff in, and I did not feel a gun. If I'd felt his gun, I'd have been like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> why, why the hell would I be packing a gun? I mean, honestly, though. Against but, all the motherfuckers they let in with guns, probably? I mean, true. I mean, I am legal and licensed to conceal carry, but come on. I'm just trying to enjoy a festival. That's just so fucked. Dude, You this could have been like another Batman movie theater incident or a fucking Ariana Grande concert, and no one would have fucking known. Nah, like, man, this largest would have been like v- v- Virginia Tech or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and that, that I'm going to, so from that statement right there, Anderson, that Anderson just made, I'm going to read this real quick. This came from Blue Ridge Rock Festival's official Facebook page yesterday. Mind you, this is Thursday uh, evening. Uh, So Wednesday at 1.21 PM. So three days after the festival ended. Okay. Uh, I'm going to read this. You know, follow along. We'll go over it if there's anything y'all want to go over with it uh, at the end. But this, it's, I'm just going to read it. With this year's Blue Ridge Rock Festival now concluded, we wanted to take a minute to thank everyone who was a part of this year's event. As an organization, we have produced hundreds of concerts and festivals over the last decade, but this was certainly the largest. The fact that Blue Ridge is here in just four and a half years is such an incredible feat. And a true testament to the passionate fans who have found our mission to be so relatable. Given the growth of Blue Ridge Rock, we still managed to pull a pull this year off as a small independent promoter operating in a much larger playing field than ever before. There were many obstacles and challenges this year, many of which stemmed from the effects of COVID-19, Hurricane Ida, and the crippling nationwide labor shortage. Additionally, This was the first large-scale event at our new venue. It is no secret we got out to a rocky start, but we worked to make massive improvements each day of the festival to make the second half of the festival a particularly seamless experience. On behalf of the hundreds of staff from across the country that were behind Blue Ridge Rock, we sincerely apologize if you experienced issues during the festival. We certainly know there were quite a few challenges at the start. Beyond this, we have seen a very substantial number of rumors this year, many of which are simply not accurate. We will address those in the coming days. In growing the festival, we put our trust in many people to provide the best experience for you, the fans, and unfortunately, some things didn't go so well. 
At the end of the day, though, it all stops with our team. We're evaluating all of our options and want to hear from you about your experiences so we can work to make things right. You have been our foundation since day one. And what has propelled this underdog story to continue eclipsing the seemingly impossible. We have set up an email so you can communicate with us directly. Not going to give that email out because if you want to go find it, go to their page. I'm not going to promote them any further on that. We have watched many other festivals experience uh, festivals experience growing pains and develop into some of the biggest brands in the world. It's, this is not an excuse, but a simple fact. As with anything, with growth comes challenges and we are certainly not immune to them. Particularly in this very unique year, we are all navigating through. We will continue to move forward, and with your help, we can improve and work to building this into an event that we can all be proud of. We hope that once you were inside, you enjoyed what you put together. We were blessed with with great weather, a beautiful setting, and performances from some of the strongest names in rock. Together, we made a very significant impact on many lives throughout this event, inside and outside of the festival grounds. Thank you so much for your continued support. The only truth in that whole statement was they had some of the biggest names in rock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because so, a rocky start it isn't even the truth. That is a fucking lie. So how, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So, so let, let's, let's just unpack this for a second. So based on our story at this point, we have made it into the festival. We're about 30 minutes before the ghost inside goes on. Anderson's ripping his bottle of wild turkey. We're, you know, I've gotten my, my uh, water um, and uh, uh, my monster. Everyone's doing their thing. We're all trying to compile together uh, to get to over to see the ghost inside who we haven't seen in literal years. Um, so we all make it. The show goes great. That was a plus. Seeing the ghost inside was just absolutely amazing. Got to pit to them for a couple songs. Awesome. After that, however, not so awesome. Because, number one, go ahead, all four of you, say I if you feel like you were personally victimized by the insane lines at the merch tent. I. I. I didn't go to the merch tent. <laughs> I mean, right. I didn't really until that one time, like way after everything. So I wasn't, I knew I was broke. So I knew I wasn't going to buy anything. I was say victimized I, by the bar tent. Say <laughs> I if you felt like you were victimized by the lines to the food. I. I. I didn't even bother with the food. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> no, I get straight up. I got to the festival and Virginia's just chilling, looking like she was just like waiting for me. And I'm like, so have you eaten? She's like, I had a pop tart for breakfast. Mind you, it's six p.m. I'm like, yo. <laughs> so, I'll say this: um, the rest of the night, and and you know, we'll go around and and get a quick, uh, you know, a, a quick description of how the night went. Uh, after that, after the ghost inside, I uh, split off with Anderson. And he went to go get beer. I went to go uh, get merch. Merch lines were insane. Went and met up back with him. Uh, he wanted to see a day to remember. I wanted to see Breaking Benjamin, who played right after Skillet. Uh, went over to see Skillet, caught half their set, said, All right, let me try the merch shit again. Went back, found out that it was a two hour long wait, said to hell with that. Tried to go back over to Breaking Benjamin. It was already crowded. So I went and got uh, started just hammering beers at the uh, beer tent. Um, I was so sweaty that I didn't get drunk. I was literally just perspiring beer and smelled like a trash can. Aaron. <laughs> Give a brief description of how the rest of your night went. 
All right. So we got there and like right as you and Anderson went to go watch the ghost inside, me and Virginia decided that we needed to get something in our bodies, whether that was food or whatever. And the shortest line, the whole festival ended up being the smoothie place, which I will say second best part of that whole day was that goddamn smoothie because those smoothies fucking smacked. I don't know if it was because we were deprived of food or our blood sugars were shot. It was the best damn smoothie I'd ever had. And I think Virginia can concur. Yeah, it was also really hot. So something nice and cold was good, too. Right. So um, after that, I believe is when we I want to say it took that long to get the smoothie that the next step was skillet. And Virginia went to get food. Yeah, we went back and caught, I think, the tail end of one of the bands. And then I was like, I'm hungry. I'm going to go get real food. Um, and so that's what I did. And by the time I got done with that, we went and met up with Joe over at Skillet. Mm-hmm. And how long were you in line for food? I don't even know. Probably like 45 minutes, maybe uh, an hour. I was going to say, it felt. I think it was like an hour and 15 minutes because I, I kept felt- checking in with you. <laughs> Yeah, it felt like a long time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we watched Skillet. You know, that was that was okay. You know, Skillet doesn't put on the same show they used to, but it was still good to hear some of the classics. I think Joe can agree with that. Yeah. Um, and no, we just had a good time vibing with Joe for a few minutes. Um, so after Skillet, me and Virginia had one band that we both wanted to see after missing all the bands we wanted to see. By the way, I said, fuck it. I was supposed to go watch a day to remember during skillet and my legs and feet were so dead that I was like, you know what? I'm going to give up seeing a day to remember. So I don't have to walk to a day to remember and then back. So I'm sure that you all can understand why my rationale for that Yep. <laughs> after all that walking. And you know, you guys know me, I'm in a huge, a day to remember fan. I wouldn't just give up seeing them for nothing. I, it was bad. So we watched most of skillet. And then Virginia and I went and we got to watch Hailstorm, which is one of her favorite bands and a band that I've been wanting to see forever and a band that we just wanted to experience together. And that was the best part of the festival for us was watching them. We got pretty good seats. They put on a great show. And then I get a walkie talkie from Chad and he's just like, yo, we decided we're just going to skip out on Breaking Benjamin. We're all miserable. We want to leave. Yep. Yeah. And I think yeah, Hailstorm was great. <laughs> I think that was the moment that you got that walkie talkie because you both hung out with each other for the, for the rest of the evening, correct? Who? Yeah. 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 Me and Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. You and Virginia. So, <clears throat> Anderson, how did the rest of your evening go, pal? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was complete shit. <laughs> All right. Go. Well, I'll recap it quickly uh go from a ghost inside go to try and get beers uh we do the one on me one on you rule with me and joe stood in that line for about an hour joe checked in every like 30 minutes finally got the beers on the two waters that wiped out a whole 20 uh went there gave the beer and water to joe i was like holy fuck i hope you don't have to pay for me and hope we just leave sat there watched cat girl for a while and that was that was about the only good thing for the rest of the night Uh, after that, Joe wanted to go see, I believe it was Skillet. Yeah, at that point, because we had walked around, tried to went to the merch tent and all that, and it was just travesty. So Joe went to go see Skillet. 
Uh, we deposited our beers in a trash can like normal people. Uh, went separate ways because I wanted to see a day to remember. Get to a day to remember. Sound was shot and everything like that. They did a horrible job with the sound guy, whoever it was. The lights and power tech, well, power technics, I would say. The lights and air cannons were okay. Um, was sitting there watching because my back hurt, so I just sat down on the barrier for a little bit and watched. Then I got to witness uh, someone have a seizure in the middle of the concert. Get hauled off, and uh, I'm not a doctor, but uh, yeah, they just threw it on the go kart and left, Jeez, like mid seizure. Uh, I was just like, that. "Oh, don't even have a board or a neck brace. That's that's cool." I was like, so it's two dudes just like carried this person. Uh, first her boyfriend got her. Uh, I believe her boyfriend or brother or whoever got her out of the middle of this whole concert that was going on. Uh, she's actively seizing. seizing. And a security guard, the security, two security guards that see them are frantic and waving around trying to like find it. Takes like five minutes for the go kart, the medical go kart to get there. And then they evaluate her with air quotes around that one. And then all of a sudden she stops and she's breathing normally, as normal as someone can coming out of a seizure. They're like, all right, she's good, but we got to take her for a checkup. I was like, and I'm listening to this. I'm about like 10 feet from the whole scene. So I'm just like, yeah, no shit. You had to take it for a checkup. So they strap it to a board. No neck brace or anything. Throw in the golf cart and back out. No people like pushing people out the way for the golf cart. Just backing out. I wonder if that's the same girl that that was rumored that she overdosed or something. Because there was a rumor about that. Yeah, supposedly someone overdosed and had to be like resuscitated in the pit by a doctor who just so happened to be there. Ooh, Again, that was I one of the other big. Too. Yeah, and like that's one of those rumors where you're like, you know, there's no proof, but there's enough people talking about it to where it very well could have happened. Yeah, especially since they straight up carried her out. So it might have been the doctor. I don't know. But yeah. all I know is that when he was carrying her out, she was in active seizure. So yeah, I, I wonder if that's the same girl or not. No, I, I, mean, I heard this person was legally or... dead for like three minutes. Oof. That's a, uh, I mean, either way, she was having a seizure and then she wasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then. Oh, so you're not saying she was alive after the seizure? <laughs> no, I'm, she was completely still. From what I could see, her chest was not rising. So I couldn't either verify or disclaim that without being closer because active medical scene, I'm not going to just barge in there. But from what I saw, nah, no, she wasn't responsive for a while. All right, Joe, how did the rest of your evening go? <laughs> and oh, he doesn't remind even me, hear Pat, about my you weren't, Pat was. Oh, there. no, his isn't done. His is not done. Oh, my bad. <laughs> you sounded conclusive. Oh, no, no. So they cart her off. I enjoy the rest of the day to remember oh, what little of it was. Uh, some dude tried to offer me drugs. I was just like, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> So I walk through the middle of this field that is their venue. And uh, I came to the sudden realization that they had not raked their ground because I luckily, along with two other people that were around me, got to step into a two foot hole full of mud and sewage. <gasps> and it was all up my pants leg, covered my entire shoe, actually ruined my shoe now that I think about it. I think my pants can still be saved. But anyway, I get out of that. I'm just like, that's not just mud or water. 
All right. So charge all the way back up the hill from a day to remember. Find Joe and all the rest of you. And I'm just like, and I'm all out of wild turkey. I'm not even, I'm not even slightly buzzed. I'm just, I'm still sober as a rock. Damn. Yep. Yeah, there were so many holes in the ground there. Yeah, we did watch uh, that one girl just face plant into one. Yeah, there there was one chick I remember. Uh, it was while I think while y'all were over there uh, seeing a hailstorm, this chick was trying to get it across the field and didn't realize that the the hill rolled down in front of her, then came back up and she ate every bit of shit. I'm talking like. She went face first and and got up slowly, and we was like, "Oh no!" Like, yeah, she like, charged in, and that ground hit her back like a linebacker. Yeah, yeah, she was definitely in NFL tryouts. We'll just say that. Um, but uh, yeah, so that all happened. Uh, of course, we all decided that we weren't going to stick around for uh, for Breaking Benjamin, which broke my heart because that's literally my favorite band of all time. Wait, were you a part of that decision though, or did you just go along with the pack? Oh no, I became a part of that decision because Oh wow. We we actually stood there for a second and I was talking to everybody. I was like, are y'all gonna hang out? And they were like, nah, we think we're gonna jet. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I look across uh the hill right there by the liquid death stage. You can see the amphitheater style hill that they have for the main stage from for the monster stage. And it was full from the bottom to the top and wide, it was full. And I was like, Well, there's there's no point. Yeah. Like, yeah, we walked through that back from Hailstorm. We had to walk through that shit in the dark. The only lights coming from the stage, which that far back was very minimum. And like, no offense, I love Breaking Benjamin and I'm sure their fans are great, but those fans fucking pissed me off. They did not fucking move for us. There was one that got sh- shitty with me and we're just trying to make our way back to find y'all so we can leave because I've been told a decision had been reached that we were leaving. Yeah, we had, we had all come to that decision because I I, I, I I literally said, I want to see the band. Everyone was like, are you sure about that? I turned around and looked at the crowd and went, nope. <laughs> and we just decided to go because we knew that if we didn't, we were going to be stuck in traffic for hours trying to get out. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what happened regardless? Well, yeah, so hold on, hold on one, one second. So you'll... I, y'all heard my spiel about a day to remember, and y'all, the listeners, know how much I love them. Joe loves a day or Breaking Benjamin, probably double that. So for Joe to look at that crowd, knowing he was going to miss one of his favorite bands of all time, and he said, fuck this shit, that should give you guys some type of information of how we were feeling in that yep. moment. Yep. So, uh, so we all decide we're going to jet uh, Aaron and Virginia join us. We all start moseying on back across. <clears throat> we get to the entrance uh, of the festival and we realize, oh shit, there's a lot more people leaving than we anticipated. Uh, we get up to where we now see the shuttles and we're like, oh, well, hey, there's a shuttle line. Great. Well, some of our friends keep pressing on. We're all standing back there waiting. And then one of them comes back and just grabs us and says, come on. You don't realize how long this line is. We crest over this little grassy knoll and see that the line for the, the shuttles is about a quarter mile long deep. And we went, oh, so now begins the hike Mm -hmm. in pitch black darkness, four miles back to our vehicles, thousands of people, 
thou- thousands of people. It looked, what, what was it you said, Anderson? It looked like the Trail of Tears. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, like, so we're all walking back. And it got to a point where Anderson and I were just riffing off of one another. Like he'd crack a joke. I'd crack a joke. He'd crack a joke. I'd crack a joke. Everyone's laughing around us the whole time inside. We're crying. Like we're thick boys. We can't be doing this shit, man. Like it was I legit looked over to Joe at one point. I was just like, the chafing is real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was horrible. And we made the hike back. Um, and one thing we figured out on the way back, uh, is that the security who was supposed to be in place as if it wasn't already proven before the security who was at the quote unquote checkpoints uh had no idea what was going on the state police blessed them for doing what they could to help direct traffic had no idea what was going on they had drones from the county flying overhead with video evidence of thousands of people walking in non-lit streets where mind you Anderson almost got hit by a truck <laughs> yeah he almost got hit by a truck as we were walking up Virginia can attest to that cuz she was right behind us yeah there was no there was no lights there was no directions there was nothing it was just go your pale ass should have been like a reflective <clears throat> light for all the cars that were coming towards Anderson. <laughs> Honestly, you're not wrong. You are not wrong. I um, mean, some of them just didn't care either. They were they would just drive down and like honk at us and hope we get out of the way. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. that's why they got cussed out. Oh, and the fucking shuttle buses that were coming to and from the festival as we were walking to the parking lot. They were ready to catch a fucking homicide charge. Wait, what? Oh yeah, the do y'all not remember buses. those fucking buses that didn't give a fuck if they? Oh, yeah, they were yeah. flying like sixty miles an hour past us. Yep. Mm-hmm. We would. I would. I was ahead of Joe Virginia Anderson at one point, and I just hit every time a bus would go by on the walk time, I'd be like, "There's a homicidal bus heading your way. This is fucking zombies and Call of Duty." <laughs> like, yep. I mean, it literally was. There was that one that would just haul ass and did not care. He just lay on the horn and keep going. And I was, well, just, I was just like, wow, someone's going to get run over and he's not going to care. He's going to keep going. Yep. There's <laughs> just going to so, be a blood smear. Along with the, along with the buses being an absolute shit show, along with <clears throat> everything going on that it was, we finally get back to our vehicles. Um, and this is, <laughs> this is where, this is where you would think the night would end and we'd all go our separate ways. We'd I was supposed to attend. Our, we'd all sit in our cars just like, oh, it's over. Yeah, I was no. so I was actually supposed to stay at a hotel with a friend, uh, it, just a little bit down the road in North Carolina, so that way I could come back each day of the festival because I had planned on attending each day. There were bands each day that I wanted to see. Um, this is how long we had to wait to give any proven point. Um, <laughs> Virginia, you were parked well ahead of us in that whole clusterfuck, correct? Yes. How long did you have to wait to get out of that parking lot? A long ass time. Um, I'm pretty sure I sat in the same spot without moving at all for about an hour. She she had it way better than we did. I was about to say that was, that must be how long were we sitting there guys? Like three hours total. So, so I remember we got back to our vehicles. Y'all actually made it back to your vehicle before we did. 
Yeah, we were just sitting still, though. We had pulled yeah. out of our parking lot, and we were just sitting there. Yeah. Nothing happening. We yeah. got to our vehicles at 1030. I did not personally pull out of that parking lot. Anderson left after I did, and you left after I did. Virginia left well before we did. I did not pull out of that parking lot until 1.30 in the morning. Yup. Yeah, no, I was the last one to leave. We got out, out at like, like we got out one. at like two. So it was like 30 minutes after you left. Yep. Yeah, I got out about like 2.15. Now, a couple of reasons as to why. Number one, there I I read on the Screwed by Blue Ridge Rock Festival page. Somebody apparently went and posted on their personal page that they were actually part of the uh, um, uh, vehicle, like a guidance crew or whatever you want to call them. <clears throat> there were only five people scheduled to do that, apparently. For like what? Four parking lots? For the entire festival. Oh, my God. <laughs> For, and that includes camping. All three parking lots that they apparently had, um, uh, and then apparently uh, the VIPs down down below and the ADA parking. ADA parking with quotation marks. With quotations, yeah. So none of them showed up to the bottom lot that we were all parked in, where you have a mile and a half deep, and what do you what would you say about a quarter mile almost half mile, half mile wide yeah i know it was about a half mile yeah. wide there were thousands of cars in that lot yeah so you about have about a half mile wide a uh, mile and a half deep of cars it was a goddamn no, cornfield with cars in it yeah and no one's there to guide anybody out one gravel road so this knight in shining armor a festival <laughs> patron himself goes to his vehicle grabs a blue lightsaber that lit up and started directing traffic with it. Honestly, we respected him more than the cops at that point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh no, I handed the motherfucker a 20. I'm going to tell y'all this. This is the best part that we were talking about this uh, uh, pre-recording. I'm going to bring this up real quick. <laughs> Seeing the ghost inside, phenomenal. Hanging out with the homies, always amazing watching live porn take place <laughs> in the parking lot is truly the most memorable experience of blue ridge rock festival 2021 i Christ was sitting you should have recorded that shit Christ. I, <laughs> I was sitting in my truck in the exact same spot for an hour and 15 minutes Hard before i moved up 10 feet <laughs> to get a better view of this Oh, you got a better view, all right. <laughs> I did. And I witnessed a chick who was literally wearing a tank top with her titties out and a skirt with clearly no panties on. I know this because she got on the tailgate of this truck. She then gets off the tailgate to go get in the backseat of the truck. I see a guy get out of the backseat of the truck with his shirt off. And I'm thinking, these people about to fuck. Mind then, you, we have walkie-talkies, and Joe is just giving us a rundown. The yeah, I'm giving time. them a play-by-play. Random, play. random updates just on the walkie-talkies. While I mean, we're just being an NFL it. commentator over here. I should have also, also, like, shout-out to Aaron for the walkie-talkies. Yeah, facts. Facts. Those came in handy. Uh, especially when you're doing porn play-by-play. Um, <laughs> and people but, pissing in the cornfield. Yeah, oh, we'll get to that. 
But I I was sitting there and I mean, I, I watched this guy get out and I see the other chick take her shirt off in the back of the truck. And I'm like, okay, yeah, they're definitely about to get it on. Kudos on them. Like there's a lot of headlights aimed at you right now, but if you about to put on a show, put on a fucking show. <laughs> then my mind blows because I see a second chick get out of the front of the truck half naked. And I'm like, this man is really throwing it down right now. Like what? And he, and I, I mean, it just, he was, the truck never moved. The truck never moved uh, like to leave. He, he, I guess he just laid pipe in there and then left. Like man said, he came to party. He came to party. No, he just came and then partied. like, <laughs> and honestly, like it, it just, can we get, can we give him some claps? Like, yeah, no. Um, and then, of course, Aaron brought up that I was sitting there in my truck long enough to have a piss counter of how many people were running into the cornfield next to me to go piss. If I'm not mistaken, I believe the counter ended at like 37, I think is what it was. Um, it got you to a point certain that none of those people weren't taking shits, too, right? Yeah, I didn't count how long they were in there. I just counted how many people went in. So uh, I know no, Joe, Joe just had a, a timer. <laughs> You ever sit there with a stopwatch? Like, yeah, exactly. what else are you supposed to do with no fucking phone service and a walkie-talkie? I mean, that's fair. That is well, fair. That's another thing to bring up. They promised cell phone service. And how often did y'all actually get cell phone? This includes you too, John, because I know you were there the other days. How often did y'all actually have phone service? Uh, probably like 10% of the time. Like in only near VIP sections and maybe a little bit near the... Uh, like backstage area where like people with artist passes could go. Yep. Yeah. I think oh. uh, <clears throat> the only time I had it was, I think the only time I actually had decent cell phone service was uh, by the lower bar, which was at the front gate. Uh, when I was at the two sides tent, when I was running merch with them and when I was at the upper bar that night of uh, of breaking Benjamin, when everyone was heading over that way and the field was kind of open, I got enough signal to make a call. But uh, but no data data, data was absolute ass. Like you couldn't yeah. you you couldn't load anything. It was like non-existent. Yeah, no, you only it was only like one bar, two bar, like two two x, uh, not two x. Uh, it was max three s, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't. It was two s one s. There was nothing in the in that area. It was just because the valley was open enough, and like at like the upper part and the lower part, that the signals were able to reach down enough just to connect to our phones. Oh, yeah, no, like if I wouldn't have brought walkie talkies, I don't. I think we would have all lost each other. Number one, yep. and probably not found each other the rest of the day. Oh, I'll yeah. say this: I I did do this. <clears throat> I had five G while I was standing at the top bar. And I was able to at least open a browser and I was like, let me see. I'm, I'm just bored and I'm sitting here doing nothing. I was waiting for everybody to kind of link up there. And I went to uh, speedtest.net to do a wireless speed test. Anybody want to take a guess at what I got? 0.01. Close. Would it be three? 0.5. Oh, beautiful. 0.5 megs. Yep. And I was like, huh, <laughs> I wonder if I start loading like a snap, not even a video, but a, a picture snap. Now it'll probably load by tomorrow morning. Like, <laughs> like it was, it was, 
you know, horrendous. But and I know we have to move on to the other days, but I just wanted to quickly throw out another couple things out there that happened on to, that no one else on this podcast saw. So while I was waiting in line for fucking six hours, um, I did witness a couple. So this was funny as fuck. There was this couple in front of us. The dude gets out of the driver's seat, goes and grabs like three beers, gets back in the driver's seat. I guess he hammered all three beers because next thing I know, his wife gets out of the car, grabs a white claw, gets back in the car. And then about an hour later, the dude gets back out of his car, goes in front of his wife's door on the side of the, the it was like a BMW SUV takes a piss right on the side of the road in front of all this traffic. <laughs> and he's just carrying on a conversation with one of my friends that I was with, like <laughs> asking him if he wanted a beer, like dick in hand, like just chatting up with this motherfucker. <clears throat> and then about 30 minutes later, they pull out of traffic, pull into this like abandoned house and they both get out of the car and they go behind the house and next thing I know, the dude comes back, but the girl's still behind the house. And it, they were there for probably 10 minutes. That's just tell you how slow we were moving. And um, he gets a roll of toilet paper out of the back of the car and gives it to the girl who's sitting behind the house. Oh, God. That's amazing. On top of that shitty situation, we should Literally. probably eventually talk about the camping incidents. I didn't know if you wanted to go there just yet, but I mean, <clears throat> So I know, I know all of us, uh, um, we're planning on staying nearby in some capacity. Uh, John, Mr. Paparino himself, I believe you have a bit more of a close connection as to what happened with the camping, correct? I do. Yes. Would you um, like to give some insight on what took place? Yeah. So apparently what I heard, because I was not there on Thursday, I heard that camping was an absolute nightmare. Like, People who paid for uh, specific spots never actually got them. It was just kind of like a, you know, you show up and, you know, you just plop wherever you're at. You know what I mean? Um, but more to the point, like, I actually had friends that camped out. They got there way early. And so they had great neighbors everything was good for them, you know, starting off. And then like people just started leaving. So they ended up like taking up more spots next to them and they never had a problem. But from what I hear is that septic tanks were like exploding. Uh, you know, people couldn't take a shit or people were taking too many shits. I don't know what was going on with that, but then like you had people that, you know, had gotten there later in the weekend and there was no camping left for them. So they were just screwed. Now, miraculously, I got a camping band. I didn't camp at all. Apparently, they were just handing those bands out all willy-nilly, you know, not reserving them for anybody. Um, but yeah, that's 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 essentially what uh, what was going on. Yeah, and I read stuff about like there were people just taking shits out in the middle of the field because they couldn't oh, use the yeah. bathroom. The sh the septic that had exploded got all over people's tents and cars. And on the subject of the campers getting turned away, do y'all know the price of that some of these people paid to camp at this festival? Wasn't it like in excess of like four hundred dollars or something like that? The highest yes. the camping package got was six hundred and fifty dollars. Nope. 
and no. people were told, sorry, we're out of room. Yeah, no. Nowhere yeah. to stay. <clears throat> Travel. They never across- like they never like checked anything either. Yeah. Oh. And people were like, they, dude, people came across the entire fucking country for this show. This wasn't just a local Virginia thing. People were, I swear, I talked to a dude that said he came from Oregon. Like, and these people. I did too. There was no one that had hotels because the hotels were all fucking bought up in the area. Uh, there was fun. actually a, a fiasco that took place, uh, very brief. Uh, there's a fiasco that took place that uh, apparently. Uh, some of the hotels uh, in the in like in the close vicinity actually double booked their rooms. Yeah, I heard about that too. And some of them were doing like construction, <clears throat> and we're just like, sorry, we're not fulfilling our contract. Yep. Or so the man said. I don't know how much I want to trust his accusations against every other company but himself. Yeah, since he couldn't even take uh, you know account for the parking situation, he called everybody stupid. Well, I get yelled at if I call him out personally. <clears throat> that's myself. I just don't even want to give him the clout. All right, that's can fine. I do it? It <laughs> on three, Anderson. We'll do. We're gonna do F and then his name. One, two, three. Uh, <laughs> John. John sorry. <laughs> sorry, I had to cough really bad. <laughs> just, just put a beep over it. That's it. Um, I was, I was gonna mention something. I was like, when, since when can we swear on this show? <laughs> Back when uh, I was doing, we couldn't do that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things have changed. Fuck it. Uh, Aaron <laughs> can't now. Keep his mouth shut. <laughs> It's 2021. We're progressive, okay? We're progressive now. Uh, I'm on asked. here swearing. <laughs> what did you say, Virginia? I said I literally asked before I got on here. I was like, can we cuss? Yeah, yeah. So f- fuck away, just like everybody at Blue Ridge. Um, so, uh, all right. So none of us attended day two. And we knew that when? Day one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so Man, I, me and Aaron confirmed it when we met at Sheets. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's right. I ran. I don't know if you. Yeah, I saw Joe too. I ran into Anderson at Sheets back in like I think it was like near Lynchburg, Rustburg area. Yeah. And I was so, like, go ahead. Apparently, Anderson actually was like pulling in as I was leaving. Okay. Like, like we passed each other and we just didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Anderson, I was. I just like looked and I was like, "You going back?" And he said, "Nope." And then Sheets didn't have any fucking mozzarella sticks. <laughs> yeah. I was mad. I was looking forward to that. Um, Anderson and I were both just sitting by the screen ordering food, just more defeated than we were 10 minutes ago. Yep. <laughs> we literally just gave up. It was just like, bro. I got an Uncrustable <laughs> and a Slim Jim and left. I got a fucking chicken wrap, but they made it with burger. What? <laughs> what the fuck? fuck, man? That's ass. Bro, at that point, I just got my fries. I threw the thing in the trash, and I was just like, "I'm going home." That's <laughs> that's just how you know that your day is like completely fucked. Like, you, Morning, there's no chance actually. of coming back. Um, but no, I would say uh, before we actually left the uh, parking lot, I so I again I had planned on attending all four days because I had a four day pass, as we all did, right? <clears throat> as we all did, and yeah, this was free. <laughs> I had to pay for mine. Yeah, Biden bucks, baby, and. As we're all sitting there in the parking lot, I I remember I like uh my friend made it to the hotel and they called me. They were like, yo, are you coming? I was like, I'm gonna call you back. <laughs> and when I finally got out of that parking lot at 1:30, I called them and I was like, I'm heading northbound. I'll catch you Sunday. Like, I ain't coming back till Sunday. 
And uh, that that was a wrap for me. The only reason I came back again was because of two sides of me. But Aaron in Virginia, however, um, y'all made other plans. Just briefly, where did y'all go? So when we got back, okay, so no, we didn't do any talking because I got back like two hours after Virginia did. So she was asleep. Next morning, I wake up and I say, Virginia, I can't let the weekend end like this. I just can't. And I was like, hey. You know, the band we're most bummed about seeing is Ice Nine Kills, and they're playing in Lancaster, Pennsylvania tomorrow night. And we were like, fuck it. We bought a hotel, and we went to one of the best concerts I have ever been to in my entire life. <clears throat> yeah, it was probably, it's probably my favorite concert I've ever been to. But, like, since we're on the topic, the... So, I, I feel like the venue only helped, like, 1,500 people max, right? Mm-hmm. And the security for 1,500 people in that hotel was, like, 10 times better than it was for, like, 30,000 people at Blue Ridge. Oh, yeah. Like, they got they got ass and balls in those pat-downs. Oh, yeah. They were doing, like, whole pat-downs. Like, the girls to the right, the dudes to the left, everyone had gloves on. You were It was everything short of a finger up your ass. Like, they made sure you didn't have anything on you. Yeah. It was you went full TSA. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty wild. much. But um, yeah, that was our plans. And we actually ended up staying in the hotel that that the concert was in by like coincidence. Yeah. So instead of walking four miles from our car to the venue, we walked from our hotel room down a set of stairs and to the venue. Well, I'm glad that y'all's weekend ended great. It was amazing. Uh, mm. The blisters course- on my feet, though, after everything was all said and done. <laughs> my fucking God. Yeah, now, now the palate cleanser is done. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Anderson, of course, you decided you were not going back, correct? Right. I mean, they ruined that night for me. I'm not, even though I missed pretty much seeing most of my favorite bands live for the first time. Me too. And some of them for the first time or for the second time in years, I just said, I'm not giving any sort of patronage to this piece of shit. Gar- gar- and let's all remember that this was after two years of covid and no shows this was supposed to be the comeback we were all talking about it this whole the entire pandemic i remember the group chat anderson joe me and some friends of ours just like blue ridge rock fest is gonna be the win that we all need so it made it that much worse yeah and And they had they had all that time to prepare and they just didn't yep it's 250 dollars bro so joe and john was Sunday any better? Was it any worse? Is there anything that we don't we haven't heard about? I mean, I know there is because you insinuated some shit went down. You wanted to save it for the podcast. Well, so I did not attend day three. That is Mr. John himself. John, how did day three go? So day three. Um, so I'm a level with you. I left at like 430 to head down there in the afternoon so whatever happened before that i just you know completely missed we just all whatever happened before that we know from facebook yeah Yeah. we know from facebook it is what it is um i got down there of course i had to park across from you know i had to park in the orange lot which was the cornfield in the very back uh so i got in i met up with some friends and I mean, it was a typical, you know, festival experience, really. It was packed houses, you know, 
couldn't really get close to any stages. There weren't really that many bands that I really wanted to see that day. Sunday was like my, you know, Hail Mary day to see all the bands I wanted to see. Um, but Saturday, it was, it wasn't, it, for me, it wasn't that bad. You know, I met up with some friends. We went around, I actually met up with a mutual friend of me and Joe's, uh, Robin. She's cool. Um, so met up with her at Lamb of God, and then we just started walking around, uh, went and saw Megadeth, uh, and then we go see Seether. That was pretty fun. Uh, we actually, we got in the Golden Circle for, oh, who was it? Oh, it was Five Finger Death Punch. Five Finger Death Punch. So that was... Uh, it was great. Not going to lie, though, it got kind of political, per usual. For me. I mean, of course, it's Five Finger. <laughs> yeah, it's Five Finger. So everybody's sitting there saying, fuck Biden. Good old five-flavored fruit punch. Five-flavored <laughs> fruit punch. But no, it was, it was a good show, I guess. But uh, the crowd surfers, man, like, they, they made it. You, you were always looking behind your back, like, <laughs> expecting it. Because they, they were just going to, like, come and, like, trample over you. So that was kind of scary, but use that to the advantage and use the displacement of the crowd to like get, you know, all the way up front to the stage. So that was fun. And then we bounced from there. Um, I told her, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of tapped out. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to leave. So I go walk all the way back to my car which was probably the same place that you parked at like uh four miles away by this time they were actually running shuttles though so tried to catch a shuttle uh they were being very vague with it um with who was going where you know what shuttle um so that was pretty terrible not gonna lie so i was like you know what forget about it i'm just gonna walk and so i ended up walking down 29 like by myself because everybody else waited i was like i'm not waiting so here i am me shirtless backpack in hand walking down 29 uh get back get back to the back of the cornfield about two hours later um i am just beat at this point open my door there's some guys in a truck behind me i'm just like you know what fuck it and then i just like take a piss right beside my jeep uh then i hop in and leave so nothing too special really but so pretty average festival saturday yeah i mean with all the shit considered uh happening it it was essentially my goal not to let anything ruin my weekend so i i mean you know me like i'm well you don't know me but joe joe and anderson joe and anderson know me i'm a huge optimist uh i i like try to make everything seem better than what it actually is i'm gonna be real with you i think if you would have gone thursday that optimism would have went away a lot earlier oh 100 percent 
but I yeah, heard that. That, <laughs> that light would have that. been extinguished. <laughs> I heard that, and that's why I stayed away for the first couple days. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm going to scam a ticket for like, you know, the last two days. It'll be all right. Everything will be more together. Well, it honestly pissed me off because it was like, I my whole weekend was ruined for the festival in four hours. And then they had the nerve to fucking hire a bunch of drivers from the county and get more buses and fucking actually make it run as it should. Like, I'm sorry. I, I saw the people in the Facebook groups like, oh, y'all are just bitching. It was actually fine. Right. No, yeah. motherfuckers. That is not okay. <laughs> no, it's yeah. not. It really isn't. Um, it like, like I said, I'm an optimist, so it's it's really more so like I make everything seem like oh it wasn't that bad. No, it probably was really that fucking bad, honestly. Like yeah, I'm sure this... people like I I might have gotten like a fairly well off experience compared to others, but. I know it was like a fucking shit show. And I, I had never been to a festival prior to that. <laughs> um, right. And so I was just like looking at everybody and I was like, this is how it's supposed to be. Cause like, I feel like it's not. And I felt like I was complaining and I was bitching because I didn't understand like how it was supposed to be. And then everyone was like, no, <laughs> like this is terrible. Yeah. No, like festivals are supposed, like festivals aren't supposed to be like an easy thing to, you know go to like it's gonna be some hell but that first day from what i'm hearing because i wasn't there was downright inhumane yes so that's why i avoided that altogether and i was like you know what yeah i was telling virginia before and because she hadn't been to a festival i was like got to be prepared because it's going to be hot there's going to be levels of stress at this festival it's not just you walk into a venue have a good time and leave so she, when she was getting there waiting, she was probably thinking to herself, wow, Aaron thinks this is how it's supposed to be. And I got there. I was like, fuck this shit. And she was shocked that I was like, this is God awful. Like, oh yeah. Well, the thing too, to, to, to be able to like pinpoint a couple things here <clears throat> in listeners, if you've attended any festival before, I'm going to base this off of the previous Blue Ridge Rock festivals that we've all been a part of. <clears throat> I have personally played in two of them. Uh, uh, John and I did get low for the third one. Uh, the fourth one, let's see. This was the fourth one. The yeah. fifth one apparently was, I'm going to get to that in a second. The fourth or the fifth one's been scheduled. Um, surprisingly. Um, but <laughs> for the first two, it was not anywhere near this bad. No, Not as big either though. <clears throat> Correct. It was not as big, but it was not. It was nowhere near as bad as as a, a situation as this was. Because even though it's not as big, it's still a festival. You still got thousands of people you're around. But the festival goers were all awesome. The camping was always awesome. Everything was great. The third year, from what I understand, as far as camping goes, that was even better. Everyone had a blast. <clears throat> Everyone who who was camping in the trees was partying all night and having a good old time. Um, still fucking yeah still banging i mean it was like you you had a uh, mosh pit jesus and his angel walking around in their costumes the entire weekend smelling like out of heaven you know everyone's having a good old time this year they accounted for 
160,000 people buying tickets. That, if I'm not mistaken, I just, I'm going to do some quick math real quick. How, let me see if I can find this number. It's like 32 per day or something like that. Let me see. Hang on. Now, if you, if you break it up, that'd be 40,000 per day. Uh, if I understand correctly, there were some people that were there more days than others, but like it all amounted to there were 160 some thousand tickets sold. So what I'm trying to find out is how many people attended Blue Ridge Rock Fest 2019 and the difference, the difference in which how many people attended that to how many people attended this. Let me see. Um, uh, let's Joe, I'm pretty sure it was like three to 4,000 a day in 2019. Uh, very, very possible. I'm not seeing clear numbers. Unfortunately, it wasn't in the double, it wasn't in the double digit thousands. Like no, there was no, no 10, I remember the, the total sales, the total sales for the whole thing. I want to say eclipsed like 20 or 30,000. Yeah. Um, but that was also across what? Three days, two days, three days, three days, three days. For okay. Which one? 19. Uh, 2019. 2019 was two days. Oh, that's right. It was 2018 was three days. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. Joe, remember we went both days and. Oh yeah. The horrific I'll be honest sunburn with you, and everything. 2019, we actually had a really positive experience. Oh, I did uh, too. Yeah, 2019 was a phenomenal a time. Blast. Yeah, yeah, it was a phenomenal time. Like, uh, probably the best one I've been to, given given our situation. But you know, um, yeah, no, it was it was a fantastic time. <clears throat> but you know, and we'll get to day four in just a second because day four was a uh, was I'll say it had its moments. It was still a bit of a breeze, but it had its moments. Um. But you look at the significance in how many people attended 2019 compared to this year. And they tripled, if not quadrupled it. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's massive. But the thing is, quick. you had two years to plan for this. Yep. Now, I heard rumblings of something. And the rumblings that I heard were that apparently... He who shall not be named did not get clearance to even have the festival until the day before. That is correct. There is a Facebook post to prove it. That is proven. That he posted it. That is absolutely asinine. Yeah, he had a five-hour court hearing. It was a final compliance meeting or something like that. Five hours. So, you know, there was a minute, at least in that fucking courtroom where he was sweating. Yeah, because you're about to tell 160,000 people either they're coming or they're going. And most of the people were already there. Most of the people were already there camping by then, probably or at least on the way. Yep. (laughs) You mean to tell me he had a whole five hour compliance meeting and that was what we showed up to? Yeah. 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 Wasn't it it that like he oversold it too. like there weren't supposed to be that that's what the state trooper told me when we were walking in i asked him i was like what the fuck is going on he's like they overbooked it by double oh no no it was more than that because they released like an official paperwork saying that they had promised the county that it was only going to be like thirty thousand people and then it was one hundred and sixty thousand. yep he's like oh i meant per day not for the whole festival like no motherfucker how many court hearings have you had how do you do you know how legal documentation fucking works 
<laughs> I, I mean, he's he's apparently what are they calling it? The 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 um the millennial magic members or whatever the hell they're called. The people who are escalating to the top. Of- well, I'll tell you that he where everyone on this podcast is older than he is. Yes. Yep. Now, am I really? Yeah. How old is he? Twenty-two. Wait, 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 wait! So you're telling me he was <laughs> nineteen when he planned the last one? Yes. Yes. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. <laughs> He's not a millennial. Wait, 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 Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> yeah. How old are you? Twenty-three. Oh Jesus. So imagine me putting on a festival three years ago, guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am so old. Yep. And now, but you know what <laughs> the fucked up say anything thing that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> the fucked up thing, too, is Pennsylvania County posted a big, long post on Facebook, too. And they were like, oh, this was the most fruitful event to ever be in our city. And we're wanting to make Mr. Beep a part of the board for the county. Oh, that's not gonna fly, bro. I who did, who did he pay not. off? <laughs> Whose dick did he suck? Yeah. Apparently, everyone on the board. I mean, I know the I know the church did not have the same thoughts as the county did. Yep. Anyway, we should probably <laughs> get to Sunday. Yeah. Uh, no, I. I mean, it. We're not gonna be able to cover everything. It, it's just not gonna happen. Like y'all should just do research. The listeners like find this Facebook page, just scroll. Yeah. Like, no, find, find, find the screwed by blue Ridge rock festival page. If and it's not all you'll get in there and you'll see that there's a lot of bitching posts, but there's a lot of very informative posts as well. Um, I huh? I said, I left one. Yes, did you too. did. You did. Um, but uh, to get to day four, uh, we'll say this and, and, and John, you know, uh, fill in the blanks as we go. Um, but John and I rode down together. <clears throat> we got down there fairly early. What time do we get down there? 10? Oh uh, yeah. About 10, 10 ish. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. I remember I had to be in the gates by 10 30, um, to go help. And, uh, th- when we got there, um, <clears throat> I'm not going to give details because I haven't been given approval as to, what happened um or or, or I, I, let me say this i'm not going to give specific details because i i was not given the approval to talk about uh what specifically took place with two sides of me uh what i will say is this when we got there uh uh we got to the gate the security gate to get in at 10 25. um <clears throat> i realized then i had left my wristband to get in <clears throat> back in my truck. Well, it just so happens that thankfully, even though we couldn't get in, uh, cause they wouldn't let me in without it. Uh, there was a gentleman sitting there in an ADA parking golf cart, just sitting there. <laughs> His name was Christian. I remember. Yep. And he was one of the most chill dudes we've ever met. We walked up to him and we were like, yo, look, we're parked up here in red lot. I left my pass in there. I got to be inside by 1030. I know I'm not going to cut it, but is there any way you can give us a ride back? He stood there. For, he sat there for a second. He goes, all right. <laughs> and just <laughs> hop, we just hop on. Um, 
And uh, wait, no, John, wait, did, did you ask him? I remember I asked one. Did you ask him? Yeah, I asked him because I was like, all right, come on, man. You're not even doing anything right now. Like, you're not busy. That's right. I that, asked the cops. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, honestly, I think he was stoned. So he was like, whatever, man. I was like, all right, bet. We're That's about right. To go on a trip. When I asked the cops, the cops were like, nah, you got to hoof it. And I was like, wow, thanks, guys. Like, um, but uh, uh, protect and serve. That's fun. That, yeah. So, <laughs> um, so of course, we hop on this thing and, and I look at John. I was like, you want front or back? And he just looks at me and goes, you're getting on the back, big guy. I'm just going <laughs> to say, I'm a thick boy and riding on the back of a golf cart, especially going uphill, you get a little scared. Yeah, I did it too on the way in. Yeah, it's not it's fun. It's terrifying. And but, they do not drive slow. No. Uh, but we made it all the way up there, got the pass. And the funny thing was we got stopped by the cops on the way back. The state trooper actually pulled him over and was like, you ain't supposed to be coming up here. You know that. And he was like, uh, he made some uh, balls-ass excuse. He was like, oh, we were told to start shuttling people. The shuttles aren't coming in or something like that. And he goes, no, nah, we got the shuttles coming in. Get on back down there now. And he was like, okay. <laughs> and we just took off. Man, Lily played the cop with Blue Ridge itself. Yep. Um, so we get back down there, get in. And uh, as soon as we finally got in, we got over to where we were supposed to, um, you know, set up merch. And uh, the band, Two Sides of Me, was supposed to be sound checking by nine o'clock. And this is 1035 at this point, and they have yet to sound check. Um, I'm going to leave it at that as to what took place with them. We'll just say there was a lot of back and forth. Uh, but the rest of the day, John, how do you feel the rest of the day went? Uh, rest of the day went pretty good, not going to lie. Um, it, it was also really nice to have a place such as the Two Sides of Me merch tent to set my stuff down and then occasionally go and, uh, you know, enjoy some of the bands and then come back, you know. That was, yeah. was kind of nice. Um, it's kind of like having base camp. Yeah, it was it was exactly like having a base camp. It was nice. Um but other than that, man, like it was it was actually a pretty clean cut day. Um you know, other than the the obligations, but I mean like it, it really wasn't that bad. Like it was it was a nice thing to have and the guys were super awesome. Um Should I get around to telling how I advertised? for them or uh we will we we will and then we'll get close to wrapping this up um so (laughs) let me ask a quick question joe yeah before we get to that how many bands did you get to see on sunday one and you were there for how long the entire day now some of that is out of obligation to our boys in two sides and that that is is respectable but would you say that part of it was just the lack of energy that you had uh no it was lack of communication from the festival oh okay because some of the bands had dropped and they started oh, moving right. around set times and didn't tell mm-hmm. anybody so didn't a shit ton of bands drop off saturday and sunday uh, a few did yeah and the I know all that remains did who else did uh bush dropped off on sunday i uh, know oh my god that's the <clears> only <throat> fucking reason i went Besides the fact that my uncle's band was playing that morning, Bush was my like saving grace. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go see Bush. Nope, gone. I was like, fuck. Non point flipped their van or their bus. Yep. Whoa. 
Yeah, yeah. I know uh, Megadeth and Lamb of God were rumored to not be on it, and they still ended up playing it. I heard Motionless and White wasn't going to play. And then people were like, oh, Motionless and White was great. So let our listeners know that everything we've said on the show that we've not verified that we saw ourselves could just be a rumor. But like most of what we said is very unlikely to be a rumor just because of how bad the festival was. I mean, a lot of what you're hearing, though, is firsthand accounts. Yeah. Like we're not going to say something unless we know what happened for sure. And what I know for sure is that the festival on Sunday switched a lot of bands around and moved a lot of set times around and then told everybody it's on the app. Well, guess what? If you don't have data in your area for people to access the app, how the fuck are we supposed to know? Yeah. People were walking around with like written down band times on paper and shit like that because they knew they weren't going to be able to look online. Well, it's funny you say that that's a beautiful segue into hashtag pasty gang. Um. <laughs> first of all everyone go to the screwed by blues rock fest group and look for the post that says what are the weirdest shit you saw at the festival and there's so many titties oh there's, oh, yeah, there's a ton of titties the tits the tits were oh man um so it was, it was a nice Thursday. reminder that not everything is terrible but most things are terrible i heard rob zombie got to see the most he did yes there is actually um, I had oh oh I found it on Reddit actually. Uh, is it under uh, festival sluts? It is not. I, <laughs> it belongs there, but it's not. Um, let's He's see. looking it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am actually. Yeah. Wait, what? What exactly is it that you're looking up? Um. So you basically go to Reddit and type in Blue Ridge Rock Fest, and it's one of the videos that's actually in their official. Um, their official reddit page somebody posted it and it's literally just this one guy with a phone camera and like he's sitting there listening to living dead girl and you know he's he just like turns the camera to like it's like two girls behind him on dude's shoulders just topless and it was i was like all right i'm looking at it right now (laughs) (laughs) what was it under it's under their Blue Ridge Rock Fest official page. Yeah. Yep. There it is. <laughs> oh, that, that, no. There's two. Uh... <laughs> oh, that's an ass. Ladies and yes, gentlemen, we sir. are clearly yes, we sir. are clearly watching a video from their Reddit page right now, and there's a lot of pierced titties. Yes, sir. And let it be known, pierced titties taste like house keys, and there's no place like home. <laughs> oh my god well so to explain pasty gang real quick um john got this brilliant idea he was like use me as a billboard like he started walking around with one of the the poster boards uh like you know because he was gonna go see bands and he was like i'll just take the poster board with me and go and so you did and he came back and then we were like let's figure out some funny ways to do this so he took his shirt off and we dried his nipples off because he was sweaty and put two sides of me stickers on them. And then we ended up drawing uh, the, the band name on one shoulder and then the set time and the stage on the other shoulder. And then Will Hunter, tattoo artist extraordinaire, extraordinaire. Drew, <laughs> yeah, drew two sides of me in a very beautiful font on John's back. Well, this happened to attract other topless people. Men and women alike. And they all started slowly migrating to the two sides of me tent to which ended up 
with multiple women and multiple dudes, all topless, tits out, two sides of me stickers on the nipples. And I mean, they had two sides of me drawn on them. Like it was an extravaganza. And John basically became the leader of the pasty gang and was like, basically, I don't even want to know what you just sent in the group chat there. Should, everyone should go look at the chat. I send a very, oh, thank you. Oh God. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Let me see this. Oh no. <laughs> <It's so beautiful>. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes, legendary. Sir. I didn't yes, get sir. anything. It's in the Zoom chat. You, I'll show it to you later if you don't see it. That's amazing. Uh, and that's kind of what it looked like, except they were, you know, much nicer looking men and women. Um, but what are you talking about? He looks like a god, sir. <laughs> he is a god. <laughs> that is peak male physique right there. Oh, Hate to my break goodness. it to you. Y'all heard of dad, Bob, but have you heard of grandpa to Rockfest, Bob? <laughs> that's it. Facts. That's it. God damn. I'll take him to bingo night anytime he won't. <laughs> Any, oh God, and in a coconut bra, man. That yep. is just peak. That that's that's that uh was among the pictures on the what were the weirdest shit y'all saw at Blue Ridge Rock Fest. Um shit. But what was I saying? Oh yeah, paste the gang. Uh but yeah, no, I mean it it ended up basically like that was that was probably one of the biggest things that took place Sunday was there were so many people there who just didn't give a fuck anymore. You saw hellacious sunburns and just you could tell which people had just gotten there that day to to be there that one day and then what people had been there all weekend because the people who had just gotten there were sprinting in to go to the stage they want to see the bands the other ones were just like you could hear the rumblings of like fuck you man like yeah <laughs> they were just, just like, zombified oh, yeah. like the people that had just gotten there they were still in like their full like you know, they had their goth fit on. You know, you got to show off the drip. That's cool. Now, you see the people that have been there for four days? Hell no. They had nothing on. Yeah, it was no, there was a nudist colony. <laughs> there was legit a dude walking around in a sleeveless T-shirt and a banana hammock. Facts. I'm with it. Like, he's just walking around cheap. Like, sun's out, bun's out. He's there to party. And, I mean, it, it, like, if there weren't pasties on nipples, there were just nipples. Like, it was... No, but no, and no one cared. The security wasn't stopping anyone. They were just like, nope. there's nothing we can do here. Well, who are they going to tell security? I mean, basically, you know, like the, the, who's going to stop them at that point? Um, thousands of people with tits out. Like there's nothing you're going to be able to do. You might as well but, just take uh, some pictures and enjoy your time. That's it. Amazing. Uh, but I will say that night um, when we were leaving, because we left a little early. And yes, that is Unicorn Man, the picture you just shared. Um, Dickhead. Yep. Uh, we So John and I did leave a little early uh, and Papa Roach completely filled the stay lit stage to the point where uh, we did actually, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. We did see Star Set. Phenomenal oh, set. Star Set was amazing. I had never even heard of them before that. I am in me? love with that band now. I was a little bit disappointed that they were playing a day show, not going to lie, because like they're a night band. It didn't but- matter. It didn't matter. Okay. It did not matter at all. I still they, crowd surfed. They absolutely slayed it. We started a pit. Yep. Oh my god, it was amazing. like like uh, Ron DeChant, who's their bassist. Uh, I've seen them twice, and I could see his face. He was standing on the side of the crowd that opened up the pit, 
And when he saw how big the pit went, you just saw his face go from like metal face to, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> I don't think they had seen that before or were anticipating that. But uh, Dustin gets on the mic. He's like, y'all like some heavy shit, don't you? Everyone's like, woo! And as soon as the heavy song broke out, the whole pit opened up. and Everyone's like, oh, fuck. Like, it got intense. It got this intense. This is not a heavy band for who that would have been people who haven't heard of it. No, not at all. But, I mean, we made it happen. Yeah. Like, they're basically space shinedown, essentially. How dare I, you? I would say, like, no. space, space skillet. Space breaking what? Benjamin. Yeah, space breaking Benjamin is about right. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. I was about to say space shine down. How dare you, sir? Yeah, no. But uh, the other band I'm most disappointed I missed. I heard they put on a hell of a show. So I heard Jelly Roll saying Simple Man with them, and I wasn't really sure how to react, but I heard it was really good. Yeah, I heard that that uh, went over really well. Um, but uh, we did leave early. <clears throat> uh, we did not catch Shine Down, and of course we get back <clears throat> to the gates. And uh, as we get to the gates, we notice that there's no shuttles. <laughs> oh, no. Yep. And we hoof it back and we get on up the street. Uh, we get to the turn and we realize that uh, we, we were at like we they had security guards going uh, purple lot to your left, red and orange lots to your right. No one said anything about blue lot blue lots all the way down the bottom. The cornfield that we were all in, that's blue lot. Apparently no one was saying anything about that. So they hadn't even up to my knowledge. They hadn't even planned on getting people to that lot yet. So they were like, all right, purple lot to your left, orange, uh, red and orange lots to your right. And as we look to the right, we're like, hang on a second. Where's the buses? (laughs) And they go, yeah, there are none. Too much foot traffic. And we went, excuse me? <laughs> we got to do this again? And they were hey, like, what does that yeah, even pretty mean, much. too much foot traffic for a Which, bus? Well, and I will say this, that we got extremely lucky Sunday morning because we actually parked relatively close. We, I'm pretty sure we were in purple lot, weren't we? Uh, no, we were in red lot. Red lot. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We were in red yeah. lot and... Um, I will say that uh, the the luck we actually incurred was we got about, what would you say, about halfway up the road? Oh, yeah. We were literally almost there before we were able to, you know, catch a bus. Yep. A bus literally pulled up and was like, hey, anybody going to Red Lot? And we were like, we were just told you didn't exist. Like, <laughs> yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, dead ass. And uh, we were like, sure, we'll take a ride the rest of the way. And sure enough, they picked us up and dropped us off at the Red Lot. Just in the middle of the highway. Yep. Okay. Hell yeah. So, so my Oh, go ahead. I was saying and we got back to the truck and then ya yeeted our way out of that that grass field <laughs> literally and uh just headed on back. So y'all have heard a lot over the course of the last 2 hours. In fact, I don't even know if Joe and I are going to put this out as one episode. We might split it. Who the fuck knows? We might just say fuck it. I don't know. But my final story that I have to tell everyone And I have to be very vague here. I have a friend that I came with on Thursday who will not be named nor even insinuated because this was one of the most embarrassing moments of his life. Oh, Lord. So my buddy. Oh, oh, the shit story. So my buddy, we, I, on the way, I was like, wow, it's a really good thing. No one has to shit. 
and because we would have been stuck in traffic for hours. And yeah, everyone's like, yeah, no, I don't have shit. Cool, cool. Everyone's good. So we get out of the car right after we see Joe pull in. Because that was kind of ironic. I should mention we were walking out of the parking lot and then here comes Joe. Like, hey, guys, ready to die. And um, so we keep walking. And then all of a sudden, my friend, we're going to call him Larry to, to give him a name to keep his identity secret. Larry goes, guys, I have to shit. And I'm like, well, we got four miles left to walk. <laughs> so we're walking. And, it, and I noticed that he, he's, he's hanging out with my other buddy up front. And he says, I really don't know what to do with this situation. <laughs> Meanwhile, hundreds of people are just hoofing it on 29 North. And my friend starts to walk a little funny. And I'm like, hey, you good? He's like, dude, I don't know what to do. I'm going to shit my pants. So we get about two miles in. And there was a lady out watering her grass on the phone. And my friend goes, pulls a $10 bill out of his pocket. And he goes, excuse me, I'll give you $10 to let me use your bathroom. And she said, no. (laughs) (laughs) And so he just kept walking. And I was like, I was straight up like, I'm about to watch my friend shit his pants. And I honestly (laughs) feel so bad for him. So we get to the, we, I see a glimmer of hope in his future when we're taking that that turn off the bridge going past like the mechanic and this golf cart comes up and I flag him down. He's like, I'll be right back to get you. He goes, drop someone off, come back. He's like, he's like, what's up? I'm like, yo, my boy is about to shit his pants. Can you get us to a bathroom as soon as possible? And I handed him a 20. He's like, I'll get you there in like two minutes. He dropped us off at the gate before the metal detectors. And I shit you not. Larry just takes the fuck off running. (laughs) And I text him. I'm like, you good? He's like, bro, I didn't see nothing. I I saw a porta potty and just ran. (laughs) And it was that moment where he looks at me afterwards. He's like, this is the worst day of my life. (laughs) and everyone in this everyone in this call with the exception of maybe john knows who i'm talking about and knows how embarrassing this would have been if it was them so like oh yeah wait wait so did he make it yes okay by by the seam of his anus he made it (laughs) i mean then that's not too bad i mean no no it was pretty bad dude it was bad and apparently and it wasn't like it, it wasn't like, oh, never mind. It was miserable. Just watching him was miserable because I knew if I would have been in that situation, I probably would have been like, if I shit my pants, I'm going to kill myself in front of everyone on 29. Facts. Like, I, I see. <laughs> if I was in that situation, I would have just laid just down in the woods. middle of the fucking road. I would have just went to the woods and dropped a big old deuce and just it was done so, with it. It was so fucking funny, though, watching him try to bribe this like rich lady into letting this emo kid into his house to use his bathroom. <laughs> Jesus. Honestly, none of those people around there took up on any chances to get some money. Well, apparently they did later on. Apparently they did. Yeah. yeah. Like 50 bucks to park in their front yard and shit. Like, why couldn't that have been a thing Thursday? Well, when we were leaving. No, go ahead. Go ahead. There was a dude on Snapchat. If you went to like the story in that area. Who was just like recording himself being like, yo, you need a ride? Like, I'll I'll drive you for like five bucks. And he had this big SUV full of people. Bruh. <laughs> you know, he was making a killing. Oh, you know, know, he said for a while, his beer money is set for a while. 
Yep. <laughs> no, he it walked was, away uh, richer than anyone that attended. Yep. Definitely more than me. There was um we were walking down the road Sunday night and there were people like in their driveway uh oh giving know, out shots. Giving out yeah, selling shots. Yo. I was like, yo, that's <laughs> selling beer and fireball there. shots. <laughs> <laughs> the locals got over their hatred for the festival and realized it was that there was a hustling opportunity. Like, I'm very lucrative. Hey, I'm just glad I got recognized for my shenanigans on the first day. You, yo, you got straight <laughs> called out on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Yeah, no. Anderson got called out directly in the <laughs> Facebook group. Please explain. Anderson, I'll let you tell it. Okay. <laughs> so apparently. And I, I think I know who it was because I stared him down while I did it because I was just sitting there. Remember the ghost inside one. And I just, I was, y'all went into the pit and I was just sitting there with the bag being a bag holder. And I was just like, well, I'm not, I'm fuck this. I'm going to have some fun too. I just took it out in broad daylight, unscrewed the cap, just looked around and I caught this one guy's eye. And I was just like, so it just took like half a, like a full on swing. And then just, just like, Hmm. Put the cap back on, threw it back in the bag, and just stood there. I sent a screenshot to him the other day, and this dude was like, "Oh yeah, this security was real tight." I watched a dude sneak of like what was it, a third of liquor into the fucking. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's like your security was ass. <laughs> now, I remember. I remember Jake just goes narc. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in our group chat knows exactly who the fuck that is aimed towards. Yep. Well, uh, I will say this to wrap us up for the evening. Um, Are y'all going to be going back next year? Nope. <clears throat> well, I'm going to let y'all know now. Uh, the Blue Ro- Blue Ridge Fuck Fest uh, 2022 is happening September 9th through the 11th with a pre-party on the 8th. So if you plan on going back, have fun. You will not see us there because this experience was certainly not worth it. Uh, I will also, never be going to a Blue up, Ridge The good fuck didn't fest make up again. for the bad for you guys. Uh, I, I as much as I enjoyed seeing the uh, the debauchery of that, which was the droves of zombies, uh, both topless and not walking around, uh, and the pretty good music that was playing in the distance as I was sitting there, you know, slinging merch. Uh, no, I won't be going back. Um, Honestly, fuck half the sound guys that worked there. Yes, uh, because some bands sounded great when I heard other bands didn't, and it wasn't the band's fault. Supposedly, you, you know what I'm going to say. You know what I'm going to say, and I think all of us can agree with this. Next year is it Blue Ridge Fuck Fest 2022? Nope, it's Carolina Rebellion. We're coming at you. Uh, <laughs> I heard Ronnie Radke put on a show for people too. I don't know if you wanted to touch on that. Oh uh, yeah, I, he, I mean, uh, go ahead. He apparently uh, was like dealing with some hecklers uh there's actually a video posted on the uh facebook group chat of him and his uh i don't know if he twitch streams or he streams something yeah twitch uh, yeah so he was he was talking about it on his twitch stream and uh honestly it was like i I was i was kind of listening to him i was like kind of how do you how do you not expect you know 40 year old guys which were the guys that had the t-shirts that said fuck ronnie radke on it how do you not expect it at this point, given, you know, how your entire you, charisma, your entire charisma, like at this point, just accept it, accept the joke. No, like, he and went move off, on. though. He yeah, was he like, went off on him. 
he was like ready to jump off the stage and fight these bitches. And then he's like, my daughter is on this stage watching me and you motherfuckers are the reason I got put in jail. And blah. like he went. Uh, no, bitch. And, uh, <laughs> didn't he murder somebody? <laughs> well, he was he was with a group of people that did. But that's besides the point. Um, I mean, apparent, I like Ronnie Racky. He's, he's a I cool do too. guy, but I but, love Ronnie. Yeah, so do I. But I mean, like at this point, just like accept the fact that like there's going to be times where you're like, people are going to have fucking t-shirts that, ha- that say fuck your name on it. You know what I mean? Like people do that for other people. People, you know, uh, yeah, imagine there's... being Kellen Quinn. Yeah. Imagine being him like fucking seriously. So the me, the best memes of the festival came out of that though. Cause it was like, he said something about how his dad's biker gang would find him and beat them up or something like that. And now I that's like the that. biggest oh, thing in the group. Crime material right there. <laughs> oh my God. My dad's biker gang. Like, come on. Don't, don't do that. And Bliss. fucking Steve-O. Oh my god, Steve-O getting Steve. fucking naked and bleeding <laughs> on Ice Nine Kills stage. I didn't I'm hear sorry, about what? that. Wait, what? I didn't hear about that? Oh, he yeah, showed, he sh- I, he I heard showed he showed up. up Sunday, but that was about it. Yeah, no, he <sighs> took he took a knife from I, I think it was a security guard and cut his tongue and was bleeding all over himself oh, yeah, on yeah. the stage. During a fucking pandemic, let's not wow. forget. He came all the way from Austin just to do that. Not That's- to not to give him any credit, but you know, watch out for whatever he says on his uh his YouTube channel because I watch it frequently. So yeah, yeah. You know, he cut his tongue open and then just started crowd surfing with his fucking mouth open, like just bleeding all over everyone. Yeah, and then- oh, that he was um- naked. That's not even COVID at that point. That's just that's just spreading messages. (laughs) Yeah, Steve-O, my guy. Like you know, I appreciate the shit you do on Jackass, but like, what? (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't a place for Jackass. Hell yeah, Yeah. that's fucking metal. He got totally naked and had his dick tucked between his legs. Like, (laughs) (laughs) that's That's gonna be my next ad. How do y'all? How do y'all feel Einstein Kills felt getting on the stage after that incident? Like, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I they, caught a little bit of their show, actually. Was it you, good? Yeah, it was pretty good. It, it, they did their whole theatrical shit, you know? Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah, no, if I was walking on that stage, I'd be like, can we get a mop and some like, <laughs> fucking bleach? Pepsi having motherfucker. <laughs> I need hand sanitizer stat. Dump it on me. I just couldn't believe the, fucking... with the pandemic, you know, that was the part for me. I was like, why the fuck would you do that? I don't know. It's not even a pandemic. Why would the fuck would you do that even without a pandemic? That's, that's, that's Bloodborne Pathogens 101. Like, yeah, that's bro. Hospital 101. Don't yeah. touch blood. I learned that working at fucking Walmart, all right? So <laughs> <laughs> I learned that fighting kindergartners. Uh, oh, geez. my goodness. Well, it's about that time, y'all. We're going to wrap this up. Uh, this was a good conversation. Uh, listeners, you you let us know what you think. Again, uh, we said at the beginning, but you can always reach us on Twitter at where, Aaron? <clears throat> at get underscore low underscore pod. That's exactly right. Or you can also reach us at anchor.fm forward slash get low podcast. You can send a voice message or a text message there. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Um, if you're listening to this right now and you know some friends who went, let, send this to them, get their firsthand accounts. Not everyone's going to have the same account as we did. Now, apparently, and it's it, and it's understandable, not everyone had a bad time. You know, it I think we can all agree with off. that. Uh, not everyone had a bad time, but a majority of people definitely had a bad time. 
it was the people that were just like it was the people that were just like oh y'all are lying about the festival and making shit up we had a great time it's like no motherfucker we're not lying <laughs> yeah no the the my ass cheeks hurting from sitting in my car too long and then also hoofing it eight miles round trip definitely you know said we were lying so also his boner from watching the porn does not lie that too that too (laughs) i have to get my car detailed now Um, (laughs) but uh let's hear for our guests guys thank you for coming on today yes yes thank you again to anderson to john and to virginia for hanging out with us thank y'all so much um anderson i know i said the beginning uh, it's something i don't do even though you and i do it together but go ahead plug it where can they find you you can find me on uh i don't know <laughs> he never I'll say this inside scoop he never does this on the other channels so uh, go ahead <laughs> no. okay there you go okay so uh you'll never course, get me motherfucker <laughs> one day one day uh but again thank y'all so much uh again shout out to Virginia for keeping Aaron you know a, a simple steady man uh, and then, of course, shout out to the Paparino himself for coming back from the dark ages of Get Low to join us for this momentous uh, event of an episode to discuss uh, the absolute debauchery and chaos that was Blue Ridge Rock Fest. Thank y'all for hanging out with us yet again. Uh, any closing statements from the three of you? Well, shout out to Anderson for almost taking a truck for Joe. Facts. <laughs> Facts. My life was at, was at risk several points that night. It, it, it's all a blur at this point. I just wanted it to end. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Well, uh, Virginia, John, any closing statements? Uh, go ahead, Virginia. Oh, I got nothing. <laughs> that girl was uh, best girl. Um, 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 I, I don't do this anymore, so you can't find me anywhere. So it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as always, you know where you can find us. Uh, and again, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, smart remarks you'd like to send in, if you didn't, even if you had a good time, if there's a funny thing that you remember, uh, if you remember, you know, like John said, he saw titties on Reddit from the festival after seeing many titties at the festival. You know, whatever it is, let us know how your time went at Blue Ridge Rock Fest. Uh, and we'd if love you to had sex at the show. Let us know how it was. Yeah, during let us the know show. that experience. Um, if you do find me somehow, some way, somewhere, send me titties. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Send the man titties. Well, we will catch y'all in the next one. As always, I'm Joe. I'm AA Ron. And as always. Get low.